So I I grew up with comedy all all over the place, right? So I was born in 75, and by the time I'm six or seven, comedy's out there. Comedy is out there, but live sketch comedy was becoming like a thing. Saturday Night Live was doing its thing, and sketch comedy was just huge. And thank you to Nickelodeon and MTV for doing that, because I want to say even prior to Comedy Central, this was happening. Even before the Comedy Network, which we'll get into Kids in the Hall, um, Lauren Michaels's partner, uh, this guy Joe, he 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 started the Comedy Network. So even before that, uh, you know, we get into my mom probably even grew up with with uh, sketch comedy, Smothers Brothers, and Laughing. And I was I was actually raised on Laughing. I remember Laughing, uh, not when it was on, but I uh, you know it was just these PBS maybe showed it um, late at night or something like that, and I. I would even stay up for for uh, Saturday Night Live at times, so it, it's coming to 1989, right? And I've wanted to be a com- uh, I wanted more comedy in my life. Um, in middle school, I was the class clown, right? And going into high school, class cl- clown is not really a thing, but you're the funny kid in in, in most of your classes. And in 1989, I remember I had HBO, privileged to have HBO at that time. HBO was the shit. Uh, boxing was a big thing for my grandfather, so he probably had it for the boxing. So, and then my mom just was like, you know what, screw it, let's just have HBO. And uh, and the kids in the hall came out. And by then, I'm, I'm still watching. You can't do that on television. Turkey TV. Uh, Dave Coulier. If some of you remember Dave Coulier from uh, uh, Full House, Fuller House. Dave Coulier really had his start. There was this. Uh, Angela was on there. Herb was on there. There was all these people. But I love Turkey TV on Nickelodeon. And hopefully, someone gets this and they go, "Holy shit, you brought that back!" Because it was funny. It was really funny. Short-lived shows on Nickelodeon that were that were big. And for me. You know, British shows started coming out. French and Saunders, Monty Python I watched as a kid. And even now, if you could get into Little Britain now, you know, you had Stephen Fry and, and Hugh Laurie doing their thing. Um, but being from 1975, Kids in the Hall were my, that's where I started. And maybe if you're a little later, you know, if you were born in 80, you might have had the state. That then became Reno 911, Viva Variety, Stella, and honestly, shit, the state I never really got into, but Carrie, uh, Carrie Kenny was on there, Thomas Lennon, Ken Marino, Michael Showalter, David Wayne, these guys are huge now, still doing indie comedy and making it fun, and then Reno 911 was a thing, and everybody loved it, but for me, it was the kids in the hall. <laughs> Let's go back to that, and I loved the kids in the hall since day one. And we're going to get into Since Day One because it really does come down to the first episode of of the Kids in the Hall where I'm going to introduce the band that we're talking to today. So you heard a little bit of it because uh, I did my own editing for this. And, uh, and you heard a song by a gentleman, by the band that goes by The Eradicator. And, uh, and we'll get into that. Because let's get into uh, Andy, our friend from Chicago, uh, who we're going to talk to, who we, we had a conversation with, and uh, we'll also we'll be with the band Scott and Ryan. But we get in, we we share some uh, beers with them, and thank you to Hidden Springs for that. Because this episode is brought to you by Fest and Hidden Springs. Uh, Hidden Springs Ale Works in Tampa. Thank you guys, and we'll do that. At, uh, getting into the interview, but Chicago 
Chicago is the home of a lot of great bands. And if you don't know, Smoking Popes, a uh, great band. Charles Bronson, one of my favorite spazcore bands. Naked Raygun, uh, Peg Boy, The Riverdales. I mean, you know, you had you had uh, Ben Weasel from Screeching Weasel do The Riverdales. And, and Shellac. Let's not forget Steve Albini doing Shellac. Los Crudos. Um, a friend of mine, and, and I miss you so much, and I miss you dearly, um, Wesley Willis, who passed a decade over a decade ago, these are bands that kind of took themselves really seriously. Uh, unless people made fun of Wesley Willis, so fuck you. But you know, um, bands like the Smoking Popes. Not saying that they don't make fun of themselves at times, but they t- they're very serious bands. Chicago is known for serious punk punk rock hardcore bands. Here comes Andy from Chicago, uh, who's been in a few bands and uh, and he has his record label now, but. Andy decides that he wants to do a band called <laughs> The Eradicator. If you remember the Kids in the Hall first episode, really the first skit they did, Bruce McCullough dresses up, puts on a navy blue um, mask, you know, eyes, uh, eyes and mouth and nose so he could breathe, uh, pink polo, shorts, and a squash racket, and <laughs> and he's he's basically going to businessmen and trying them by going like you know challenging to a game of eradic uh, for squash screaming the eradicator uh with that high-pitched voice fucking brilliant brilliant and and uh, i know i got into it into this interview so i'm not gonna explain what the fuck happened at at fest but when i first saw the eradicator uh i've been to thousands of shows this was one of the most ultimate experiences that i've ever had in my life and being able to the next year sit down with these boys and and share some beer is incredible to me so hopefully i i triggered some um um positivity and, and laughter as we started this intro so you could think of some of the again some of the great sketch comedy that is out there please go back and watch some of it the idiot box if anybody can find mtv's the idiot box that alex winter did I'll tell you right now, there are some familiar faces. Alex Winter was uh, of, you know, Bill and Ted's uh, Excellent Adventure, Alex Winter. Dude, if you could find the idiot box and you don't laugh, shit, I'm so sorry. Because it was one of the funniest shows in MTV. Damn, you should have pushed it more because it was funny. It should have gotten picked up by Comedy Central. Uh, it, was, it was amazing. The Eradicator. Let's, let me start bringing maybe some music back into it because uh, he's a squash man. And let's do that. Um... He's amazing. Uh, live, it is incredible. So if you live in Tampa, Orlando, I'm going to tell you right now, guys, uh, Soundbar, March 26th, you are going to be able to see uh, The Eradicator with direct hit. Uh, and if you're at Crowbar the 27th of March in Tampa, please see The Eradicator in direct hit. Um also, with direct hit, there's some songs you need to hear. If you don't know all the words to Snickers or Reese's by now, uh, listen to it. They're a great band. They really are a great band. So um, I'm so happy. This is going to be an amazing interview because it is. And uh, I'm going to I'm going to give you the eradicator. So here we go. Let's share some band. Uh, share some beer. Hidden Springs. I love you guys. Thank you for all this beer. Again, when you're in Tampa, you have to visit Hidden Springs. You tell Josh, Austin, Jeremy, Erica, Stu, you tell them what ails you sent you because we love them. They love you their family, all that beer that was shared was incredible. And we love you and we thank you for it, guys. Okay. 
The Eradicator. I'm Scott, I play guitar. Hi, I'm Ryan, I play bass and sometimes drums. Hi, I'm Andy, I do everything. And who are you guys? We are the The Eradicator. All right. And welcome to What Ails You. (laughs) Yeah. 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 (laughs) That that was you agreeing with it, not uh, yeah. See, we're professionals. Yeah. So, um, guys, welcome. Thanks for uh, having us. Oh, my God. Thank you for... Showing up again, second yeah, year in a row. Second year in a row. Uh, people have heard me talk about the Eradicator. Uh, Jillian and I. So let's start from the beginning on my end of it. Um, you know, I, I don't think probably like a month or so has gone by with us where it has not been said in the house of some sort of like something happens where I'm like, you know what, I'm the Eradicator. You know, and I will <laughs> say, thank you for putting Ador too in there. Yeah, the Eradicator. You know, so <laughs> uh, so. Honestly, the Eradicator has always been like a joke. Um, and last year, Fest, it was our first Fest coming together because she's, when we first got together, she was here on her own. Uh, it was days after we met, days after we met. And we had to spend, and we had to spend some time alone. Um, and we were in that addict, we still are, but we were in the addiction mode. We were like, we want to okay. hang out. We want to hang out, right? She's texting me through every band she's seen and everything like that. And, uh, and so finally we came last year we're like yeah. you know what fuck there's a lot of good bands there's a lot of good bands we're passing by Boca Boca Fiesta last year and no shit I hear you intro just like <laughs> you know I'm not gonna get into it I'm not gonna do you and I see the fucking racket I see I see the mask I see the polo I see the shorts and holy shit the eradicator is on stage right now <laughs> we book it in out of Smoking Popes um, Iron Sheik uh, super chunk. Fuck. Who else did we see last year? Um, Rap boys. You were by far the best thing we seen. Oh, thank so, you so much. Andy, thank you for bringing yeah. the Eradicator to life. <laughs> we have a lot of questions to ask. Sure. <laughs> so, Andy, explain the Eradicator. Let's start from the beginning of where this showed up. What, what was the idea? Like, well, what made yeah. you say, "Fuck, let's take a Kids in the Hall skit and make it a band"? Yeah. So, I think it happened. I don't know, like six or seven years ago. Um, I was I just got out of a band and it was a relatively serious band just like it was like a hardcore punk band and I wanted to do something that was more like lighthearted and I also wanted to do something that was like something that was my band right right so um, I wrote one song and I didn't have any lyrics for it and so you um, do when you said everything you really do you you could play guitar well just guitar okay i I can't play drums but i program drums um so you know i wrote that one song on guitar and then 
I'm like, all right, I got to do lyrics. And for some reason, like the whole like, yeah, eradicate art, that like stuck out as a good chorus for some weird reason. So I'm like, all right, well, I'll write this song from the perspective of that character and I'll just Holy call shit. it Eradicator. And then um, I wrote another song and I'm like, well, I don't like have any other lyrics. So I'll just keep going and just write everything for that. So I did five songs and uh, tried to form a band. And I asked uh, my friend Nick, uh, who plays in Direct Hit, if he wanted to do the band with me. And he's like, no, I don't. But <laughs> I'm starting a band with my brother. And you could be in that if you want to. And it was, uh, we were called Galactic Cannibal. Okay. And we were around for about a year and a half. Ryan was in Galactic Cannibal. That's how we met. Yeah. Oh, okay. Good, yeah, good, yeah. Good. And then we broke up uh, because Direct Hit got signed to Red Scare and they got yeah. more popular. And Nick and uh, Steve couldn't do it anymore. Right. So um, I'm like, all right, well, I still want to do a band. And I'm sitting on these Eradicator things. How about if I just do that? Yeah. And I asked Ryan if he wanted to be in it. And I asked Nick also if he could just play guitar and have Danny play drums on the recording, and they agreed, and that's kind of how it started. So it wasn't, it was kind of a weird thing how, like, it just happened. So were the kids in the hall one of your all times? Was it like your, or was it just, that was a fucking great skit? He's amazing. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, so yeah, that's, I mean, it's my favorite show growing up. Yeah. And like. So how old are you then? How old are you if you don't mind? 37. 37. Yeah. So yeah, you're old. Yeah. You you thought, uh, yeah. I'm an old man. No, no. (laughs) Trust me. We all are. We're at Fast. (laughs) We're old. (laughs) That's what the, the, it's the fate, like Fast age requirement. (laughs) Oh, older 30s? You're perfect. Yeah. Uh, So you're going to love it here. This is like the one weekend we break our back and we're like, this is worth it though. Fuck. I mean, I woke up this morning like, at like 3 a.m., I'm in pain. I'm like, Jesus, you danced in two shows. Like, that's it. <laughs> um, so, um, so yeah, so Kids in the Hall, for sure. That's that's awesome because they that's it. I mean, for me, that was my favorite sketch comedy yeah. growing up. Growing yep. up, hands down, hands down. Um, Ryan, how did you feel? So, right, you you were like, all right, so this is my buddy Andy. Uh, he has this idea. Is it funny enough? Is it is it good enough? Fuck, am I in a joke band? Or did you realize, like, no, let's make this. Let's, let's, let's make this something. Uh, so, I... I make fun of it like every step of the way. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I love it though. It's awesome. It's so fun. It's one of the most fun bands I've ever been in for sure. And uh, I get to do it with one of my best friends and that rules. Um, so how long have you guys known each other? Uh, we've known each other for five, five or six years yeah. now, okay. I'd say. Right. Um, yeah, we, uh, yeah, I guess we started Galactic Animal in like 2012. Yeah. So yeah, that's six it. years. Okay. Yeah. And, um, yeah, we he just originally it was all the direct hit guys were gonna do the live right. show, and then uh, Nick um, after direct hit got a little more a little bigger at the time, and then um, Nick and his wife also had a had a daughter, and uh, so Nick had to bow out, and uh, Steve and Danny were still in, and uh, I actually didn't play bass at all before no shit band. okay we, originally we were just kind of kind of going for like members of direct hit galactic cannibal kind of yeah. thing i think yeah yeah and he was like you're the only one that's left can you play bass <laughs> but it was funny yeah because uh, just like yeah you're playing bass like but i don't know how to play bass yeah. it's like, all right. like no you are and i think steve <laughs> i think steve i never asked steve if you wanted to be in the band it was one of those like Steve, you're in the band. He's like, yeah. oh, okay. Just kind of told everybody that <laughs> yeah. we had shows and we had to get ready for them. That's one awesome. of the first things we did as like a full band was we did a weekend where we just we drove from Chicago to Grand Rapids for a show and then we went from Grand Rapids to Toronto and it was just like brand new. It was like the only the EP was out, so we only had five songs. Our set was like 12 minutes and yeah. we drove like you know 
12 hours to Toronto or whatever and played a show. But it ruled. It ended up being a super good show. But uh, yeah. yeah. You guys have this this impact of you don't you don't know what to expect, right? You, you, you get on stage. Yeah. And from the second you're on stage, fuck, you get it right away. <laughs> and you're now hooked. Every note, every lyric, every, every uh, you point. Every person <laughs> that you, that is in that crowd, is not going to turn around and walk out going, like, what the fuck was that? Like, yeah, yeah. The second you start, you're going, Okay, what the fuck is this about? Like, yeah. well, if you don't know anything about the Eradicator, you're going, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Wait, 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 wait. This is a, this is and even if you don't know the like, you know, even if you don't know the skit, yeah. Even if they think you made it up, yeah, it is still this persona that is insane. It is, it is one of those bands that go, this was meant to be. This was <laughs> meant to be, and I didn't know. I didn't know it was supposed to. Yeah, yeah. Because it's catchy as shit. You can sing along to everything, and you have it. Even last night, you guys played last night, and the fact when, God, where did you say the silence is gold in Gainesville? We were asking, <laughs> fucking hey, it was so good. Oh, when you're, okay, Eradicator out. What did you say? It's like the bus system in Gainesville. Quiet crickets, and you go, Gainesville, I get it. The silence is golden. <laughs> Fucking A. Every time. The two times I've seen you. Jesus Christ. You're, you're on and you're on always. We're changing gears. Um, some, of your, some of your influences. Let's start with... Oh, wait. Scott, we're going to talk to you. Um, so what do you do in I, the band? What do you do in the band? I play guitar. Guitar. Some of your influences. Where did where, where, you come in and some of your influences? When did you get asked to be an eradicator? And um... A little over a year ago, maybe. I think it was, uh, yeah, about. So yeah, you were here right. for fest last year. No, I was not. No, okay. No, I was maybe I think, a year and a half. I think I was in the band by then, but I didn't come to fest. Okay. Um, Andy and I are old, old friends through um, a mutual friend, Ryan, his old label partner. Yeah. And it was and this Chicago days. Yeah. yeah. You're from Chicago, yep. right? Okay. It was more of a initial like I used to run a label too, so it was more of a okay. connection through yeah. that than through music, but. We's, we were running together, and I remember he told me about the Eradicator sketch, and I think I sort of got, yeah, I knew the character. I was yeah. one of the few people, like, do you remember the Eradicator from Kids in the Hall? <laughs> so I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm in the door. And then uh, he asked me to fill in for a show, and at first it was just a fill-in, because you may know this already, but there's actually a wide range of people who can play in the Eradicator and who can <laughs> play songs. There's a whole band in Grand Rapids that can play yeah. the Eradicator. Like, and... Um, so I filled in, filled in, and then for the record release show, I think for the album, he said, oh, yeah. let's try this with two guitars. And I think it's fair to say it was just immediately oh, yeah, obvious no, to everybody. Yeah. They're like, no, no, this is the band now. Yeah. So going forward, like I played on the new uh, Christmas EP, and I'll play yeah. on the new album and stuff. So. Yeah. Love it. Love it. We'll get into the Christmas EP for Great. sure. All right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we're going to talk about that. <laughs> so, but I'm sorry, you asked me about influences. So yeah. we're about the same age as we were talking about yeah. offline. So um, I like him. Yeah. He's good. <laughs> He's a keeper. A lot of, lot of 90s punk um, yeah. from Chicago, so that stuff's obviously very important to me. I ride hard for all the old Chicago stuff. These days, I don't know, I listen to a lot of hardcore, um, older punk, things like that. But I was definitely... You don't lose that, though, honestly. Nah. Yeah. But I was definitely a child of the pop punk scene. There's no question that it was that melody and those hooks that yeah. brought me in. I still am a Lookout fan. Like oh, Lookout yeah. Records every day. Yeah, I still sing... So I love playing in the Eradicator for that reason. I mean, it's all him. Like the he writes, Andy writes all the songs. I should, it's not you know, it's not visual. I should not nod. I should say Andy writes all the songs. <laughs> it's his concept, but he writes good songs. 
and they've got that you know those pop punk hooks but like a little bit of aggression too a little bit of an edge so yeah it's yeah. a really fun band to be in it's a great band yeah and how about you ryan some influences where do so what did you play if you never played bass so you said a little drums uh, i'm a drummer usually You're a drummer usually. yeah, yeah okay. I've, I've played drums in every band otherwise um, so so what bands have you uh followed in the last uh 30, 33 years, you said? 30, uh, 32. 32. Yeah. Uh, I'm aging you. Look at me. Yeah. yeah. I listen to a lot of stuff, um, I guess, uh, that came before me. <laughs> so, um, older yeah. brother or older uh, sister at all? No, no I, I listened to really garbage music for a pretty long time because, okay, because I didn't have that. a cool older brother or whatever. Yeah. Um, you but stuck uh, with uh, Matchbox 20 at all? Uh, I'm kidding. I mean, I came up... <laughs> I came okay. up, I came so up through I. the. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll share Rob's, Rob Thomas stories. <laughs> I came up through the early and mid '90s listening to like radio trash for the most part. Um, uh, but like, I always liked like uh, I was like metal. Like I was always like really into Metallica and stuff as a kid. Because who isn't? And then um, uh, I, like when I was like in my or late adolescence or whatever, I like started listening to like all the '90s like. Uh, the fat bands and stuff like no yeah. effects and stuff like uh-huh. that were always like my, was, like my first like punk bands or whatever and then um, from there I like started getting a better uh, a better idea of like more like classic punk and stuff like that and hardcore got pretty into hardcore for a little while and then um, yeah nowadays I listen to a lot of like um, smaller current like uh, charged kind of kind of punk bands and yeah. stuff like that yeah. I like that shit a lot and um, yeah I'm pretty into that stuff and then uh uh, but I also really like a lot of pop music and stuff. Yay! So uh, kind of all over I'm the board, man. Gonna, <laughs> I can't trash my my pop. My, my I like my pop. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm a Kylie Minogue fan. Sure, <laughs> I admitted that. <laughs> but um, and then Andy, how about you? That's that's uh, um, just influences. I yeah. mean, just wide ranging, I guess. Like grew up you- listening to like Green Day and you know grunge and stuff like that. And I mean, I was very fortunate when I was in like freshman sophomore in high school there was a venue in chicago called the fireside bowl Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. the fireside you know used to do shows like seven nights a week basically and it was like a haven for that people of that age at that time that would have been you could go into the city and see doesn't matter what you're gonna see just it was a special time where it's just like a wide range of influences um so like i don't know for the Eradicator, I think the main influences are like, um, I don't know. They're, I would say like uh, Dillinger Four is like mm-hmm. a huge influence. Awesome, um, but also like equal parts like Devo and the band Seven Thousand Dying Rats. Okay, um, I saw the Devo shirt and Adam and his package. Okay, yeah. So it's <laughs> like that's like Fucker. everything that. <laughs> Just I try to incorporate. I try to incorporate little elements of each of those into it. So you brought up Adam. Yeah. Let's talk about the EP. Yeah. We're not going to talk about Adam. Let's talk about. We could talk about. Well, it. We are. We are because this is going to segue into Adam. Yeah. Um, you do a minor threat cover, not cover. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A like lot cover, of cover, not cover. That's good. Cover, not cover. Um, hashtag. Um, people always say they're like, oh shit, don't ever touch a, a minor threat song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So Adam did. Yeah. He, he made it his own. He did. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Right? So there you go. That's so, right. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, which one did he do? He did, uh, was it Waiting Room? 
No, he did. He did Fugazi waiting room. Oh yeah, no, 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 no. He never did. Yeah, you're right. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. He did Fugazi waiting room. No, he didn't do Minor Threat. Actually, yeah. No, he did waiting room for sure. All right, so we'll get into that. But he made that his own. Yes, he made it his own, right? Yeah. Okay, Fugazi. I don't think is one of those. I think you might be able to tell. No, still, you probably don't. Yeah, yeah. But so you do a Minor Threat cover, not cover. Yeah. Then you have a Ramones cover, not cover. Yeah. Um, I love that I'm doing that. This Christmas EP uh-huh. is exactly what I feel Eradicator needed to do. <laughs> and I'm listening to it. All right. I'm yeah, listening yeah. to it and I'm listening to it. I didn't. I'm interested see, in you yeah. saying more because this guy right here did. I think I it was a good yeah, idea. Yeah, yeah, I have yeah. fought that <laughs> idea this is every step we get of the to way. talk about when we're registering our bands coming yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now I'm in a band. Um, our little podcast. Uh, but then, so yeah, so then all of a sudden. Um, I hear this lyric and I, I'm getting it and then I just hear what do you do when you do weigh 250,000 hey I mean 2,500 pounds <laughs> you don't play squash or you play squash you play squash you yeah, play yeah. squash sorry yes you would play goalie when you are that fat um, and I went oh my god he's doing an Adam and his package yeah yeah cover. yeah fucking thank you yeah thank you yeah. thank you I mean Adam's that, a good friend so Adam's that wouldn't a good have friend. happened if I didn't come here last year. Okay, so let's talk about that because yeah. Jillian got to meet Adam last year. He was a good friend. He's a good friend of mine, uh, yeah. and he's so nice. I, I love. I, I wish nice. I could have caught that on the yeah. on audio. <laughs> Jillian saying that because he is. I mean, he slept on my floor. I fed him a lot of sushi because he's oh, okay. a beautiful man. Um, and he brought up Tijuana Flats, <laughs> which I was like, really? Out of all the fucking places, you brought up that? There's a lot of better places. I thought I fed you. Um, but yeah, he. Uh, He's such a good dude. Yeah. Um, so you got to meet him last year. Yeah. How'd that go? Well, so, um, I, I don't know, very fortunate because my friend Kyle, he does a hot sauce company in Chicago called Soothsayer. Yeah. And uh, Kyle had a, um, a table at Fest Market last year, and he asked me if I would be interested in like taking up a little bit of the space to sell records. So I was in the Fest Market, and I saw Adam come by and like been a huge fan of his ever since i was you know same, 18 man. years old yeah. yeah and uh i saw him like okay like i'm just gonna give him an lp be like hey you know like i probably wouldn't have done this if it wasn't for influences like you i just right. want you to have this um, and he's like oh thank you so much super humble and then two days later he wrote me on facebook he's like this is incredible yes. like keep doing what you're <laughs> yes. doing like this is awesome yes. and then a week or two later there's this band, the Zambonis from Philadelphia, who's a hockey theme band. And he's like, Adam turned me on to this band. And I was like, holy oh, crap. Like, shit. that's so one good. of my huge influences is like into what I'm doing. And that's like incredible to and me. And sharing it. Yeah. So I was, um, so, and I was, we did three shows with the Zambonis and we were talking about doing like this like split LP. Yeah. And their caveat is like, okay, well, we just got to watch out because we're like, our band names Zambonis were affiliated, not affiliated. They have to get clearance from the Zamboni Corporation, oh, so there can't out. be any swearing on it. And I'm like, well, I wanted to do a Christmas EP, and I've got this lyric in my head, and it's like the most caustic, you know, swear-laden song that I'm thinking. I don't know if it's gonna work. Um, and like, well, let me write the song, and then we'll figure it out from there. And I wrote the song, and it's like every other word is fuck. So yeah. like, yeah. I'm like, sorry guys, I can't do this, but like. You know, the concept, we were going to do, like, covers. Like, I was going to do, like, Weird Al-style, you know, parody covers. Right, right, right. They were going to do the same thing, but it just didn't work out. Uh, probably do something with them, hopefully, in the future. But for this one, it's like, okay, well, I've actually got a second full-length written. 
and the first full length came out last year. Yeah. And I'm like, it'd be cool to do something in the middle. So that's where this whole thing came about. Like, do something in the middle between, you know, the first LP and the new LP, which is going to come out next year. Oh, so uh, what's different on the new LP? Um, Still squash. But yeah. What's what's so different? it's going to be called Peak Eradicator. And I don't know. It, it's it's kind of like I when I started everything, like, writing from the full point of view of the character. But I'm yeah. trying to, like, incorporate, you know what I've learned over the past two years doing this yeah, in yeah. addition to everything that from that sketch and trying to focus more on the like isolating elements of the character like he's a go. fucking maniac that just like wakes up on a squash court it's like how did that happen like yes. if you took the eradicator as an actual human being like I'm thinking how, of bad Santa meets yeah the right it's just like <laughs> you know? this is a maniac so like I'm trying to explore more of that like manic element in the it. new LP, um, and also focus on like the isolationism of that character. Fucking great, great. Yeah, yeah I figured it would be eradicated. Here we go. Awesome. And just the the unwavering confidence of it. So I love it. So new songs at fest next year. Yeah, we were actually going to play one yesterday, and um, oh. uh, Danny and Steve, uh, we practiced it three weeks ago. And I wrote it on the set list, and they're like, "Oh, we can't do that." <laughs> <laughs> but we'll 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 do it next if we Shit. if we are, are fortunate enough to play this thing next year. Right. Then I'm hope I'm let's hopeful. Not, let's not go to the future then. Yeah. Let's talk about this fest and uh, how's it treating you this year? How's um, that was maybe I don't the best know if it sunk played. in yet. Yeah, you know? okay, it's just yeah. like yeah, like last I mean, year, forty people in the crowd, maybe I don't know, 30, 30, 40? Who knows? Yeah, yeah. This year I it was video just like of it from last year. Yeah, and this year is just like holy shit. This isn't real. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So for those who remember Gainesville, probably in the '90s, um, it was the Cover Dish, uh, the greatest venue. Second this, greatest. I venue mean, I've only come here. Florida. The fir- my first fest was two or three years ago. Three years ago. Yeah. I never came here before that. So, Cover Dish was. I mean, that's where you, I, I've seen Super Chunk three times. I had got to see uh, Stereo Lab uh, at the Drive-In. When I was on tour with At the Drive-In, we played Cover Dish. Uh, oh, awesome. You were on tour with At the Drive-In? Yeah, just to do. So, yeah, like I did video and stuff like that. With oh, them. awesome. And, uh, that's awesome. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. We were go- I was in film school, and then we kind of did a U-turn. Uh, I was going to South by Southwest. Yeah. Because I was working for a, a record label at that time. Oh, cool. Who needed me at South by Southwest. I went, well, shit, I'm just going to get the van with them. Yeah, yeah. And my school was just get footage and it became a uh, part of a music video so, yeah crazy yeah. awesome so we yeah we we intertwined what i had with uh, somebody else that got some japan footage and we uh one arm scissor so wow yeah yeah, yeah yeah it's fucking it's cool. awesome it's crazy so um but yeah so how is this tra- uh, fast treating what are some bands that you're anxious to see who would you like to see this year um let's see so one band that um i was i, I was able to play with last uh actually in may i came here in may and this band bite marks from oh, Gainesville. My God. Bite Marks is sick. Bite yeah. Marks is We're missing them. Yeah. We saw them in there last year. Yeah. The and they were incredible. Atlantic, yeah. Like yeah. 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 So, like, that's. She's, she's not. She's awesome. Yeah. She's awesome. great. There's no whole bar. Like, no whole bar. She's on the yeah. floor. She has to. She's up. Oh, yeah. Ripping a fucking stuffed animal's head off when she needs to. Yeah. She's one of the best front people, like, yeah. that I've seen in the past couple of she's years. She's a female David Yao to me. Like, yeah. She will walk awesome. up to you. 
pick your nose if she has to and like run away. Like she's. I'm gonna tell her to do that. Yeah, today. please tell her to. We're missing her because we're on stage. Oh, that yeah, sucks. yeah. And I was like, too bad. I was yeah. kind of hoping they might do a secret show or a mystery show, but I was like, yeah. But yeah, they're local to us, so yeah, I don't yeah. See why Jillian and I don't so, like, see them more. Bite marks. I want to see in like the stereo because I don't know. I like that band a whole lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. If we'll just see that head nod. I yeah, and I was—I no, I yeah. actually want to see Piebald too. I mean, we were playing during Piebald yesterday. Yeah, you were. Uh, but they're playing like a secret or a what if I said mystery that? show. What if I said, oh, Piebald was great yesterday. What would you do? You'd be like, you motherfucker. Well, you saw me. I saw you the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about, you liar? But uh, no, I'm actually going to miss Piebald this year. Yeah. Twice, twice. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what other band? Oh, Two Houses, who is another Chicago band. Okay. Who's really good. Okay, keeping it local. Yeah. I like that. Of course. Yeah. And Sincere Engineer, too. So does your music taste uh, influence your your label at all? So, um, Oh, for like the Stonewall stuff? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so with Stonewall, I mean, I, I haven't been as active with it, but I wanted to work with bands that like kind of like have an element to them that just is kind of like not awkward is the right word just kind of like <laughs> like so uh, you know only a couple bands like the eradicator my other band bad mechanics as well as bong mountain bong mountain and i remember like I when i first cover, by the way yeah and when i first that, saw everything about bong mountain it was just like they've got this st- sense of humor that just i love and the fact that like i remember hearing that name i'm like that is a Horrible band name. Horrible. <laughs> Absolutely horrible. But then Bong I, water I, was taken. Let's go. Yeah. Bong, like, bong and down, I heard them. I was like, head. oh, this is incredible. So it's like I want to work with bands that like are kind of like that. You know, yeah. it's not cookie cutter isn't the right word, but just like something I, weird I is going exactly on. Exactly what you mean. Yeah. So yeah. like I wanted to do that. I like that. Yeah. Scott has the mic. It, it happened. What are we what are we talking about? I think Ryan just got tired of holding it, to be honest. <laughs> let's, let's talk about Matchbox 20. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you didn't expect that. Did you? No, no. I, 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 they probably didn't hear it, but I had a, I set off mic when they came up and said, I have a funny story. So um, without getting too into my work, it's a long story, but um, this guy uh, had, some phys- had some old like historic items to donate. And he's telling me it somehow came up that I play in a band. He's like, oh, yeah, you know, my son plays in a band, and I have this conversation all the time. So whenever somebody starts to tell me, like, oh, my son's a musician, I'm mentally preparing myself. Like, okay, I've how, never do, I, heard of, I don't how care. do I politely, <laughs> right, exactly. How do I politely tell this guy that I've never heard of him, you know, like, oh, yeah, my son plays in a rock band. Oh, yeah, yeah, what band? He's like, ah, yeah, my son plays bass in a band called Matchbox 20. Have you heard of them? I'm like... <laughs> Yeah, of course I've heard of Matchbox 20. <laughs> did you drop unfortunately, or you went, of course? No. Yeah, you did, of course. That was nice. Poor guy, whole, right? He told me that. the whole story, and I was like, oh, Damn. yeah. Uh, the son is indeed the bass player of uh, Matchbox 20. So yeah. When we, when we, no, we don't, but when we walk Shankly and Paisley, um, so a quarter of a mile from our house was this historic house. Mm-hmm. Uh, bringing up the historic. Yeah. Kind of segueing into it. And uh, so there's this historic house, and one day this for sale sign comes up, and it becomes the College Park news that holy shit, the house that Rob Thomas lived in is ah. now up for sale, <laughs> and uh, people are in bidding wars on this fucking house. Really weird. It's just weird. It takes two extra months for this house to sell because it was Rob Thomas's house. Wow. <laughs> Whoever bought it within six months demolished the house. <laughs> 
<laughs> rebuilt it completely, and it's made out of plastic. After it is the that. ugliest. Like, but they they brought that little uh, porch on there. And Jillian said once, she goes, "Oh, well, it's a cute house, but it looks like a fucking like." It, it, seriously. Oh, okay. Thank God. It looks like if you could throw, like, uh, I, I don't know. You know those um, sticky hands when we were growing up or, like, a yeah. sticky ball? If you threw <laughs> it, it would collect that moisture. You would just yeah. – not a brick house, not a house that you know has been there from the 50s. And it was. It was probably there that'd from be, the 40s. That'd be awesome, too, if it was, like, kind of like a Seinfeld thing where it was like, yeah, this is Rob Thomas's house. Oh, you thought the Matchbox 20 guy. No, that's a different <laughs> Rob Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> But Not yeah, that Rob Thomas. But no, it was so funny when I when I saw the house getting demolished. I went, "Fucking great!" Just like that's so funny. After all that, that it was so funny. Um, so you guys already have the new album uh, ideas. Well, is it recorded yet, or you're ready to go? In? We're go uh, in? drums start on Saturday next weekend. Okay, so who's yeah. drumming? Danny. Okay. Yeah. And he has the whole thing demoed already. Right? That's how he does it. Because you yeah. mentioned programming drums, but that's a bit of an understatement. He's very skilled <laughs> at that. So he will demo the entire thing for us. So. Yeah. Also, he programs drums uh, that no drummer could ever play <laughs> in the entire world. Uh, oh, Danny that's, that's is like the only person who can pull off any of the parts yeah. he comes up with somehow. I don't know how it works. I think like my songwriting style is like. I, I have a rough idea, like a slight chorus, and that sticks out. And then I go into a practice space, and I'm in there for six hours, at least six hours, and I drive myself insane just, like, trying to, like, have a cohesive song. And at the end of the day, it's something that doesn't really kind of make sense to me, but, like, it just works that way. Shit, it makes sense. Like, yeah. honestly, between the EP and the album, I mean, it is... If someone said, oh, well, it's a band about the Eradicator, you're like, all right, I'll give it a listen. No, it is an album. It is a, ve- it is a full-on, really enjoyable album. I could have Thank it you. on, even though <laughs> I know all the words, and, you know, it's just it's it's going to stay along the same lines of Squash is going to be there. <laughs> uh, but it is still one of those, oh, fuck, yeah, this is something that is so catchy, so good. That Thank it is a very enjoyable. You're you're an amazing band. You guys did something that could have been all right. So we did this and yeah, you know, yeah. one album. We're good. Fuck it. No, and now you're taking it to a whole new level. Where yeah. we're getting mental. And that, <laughs> and I, you know, he's an angry fucking guy. So where did you have to go to to say, oh shit, the Eradicator's angry, and why um, is he angry? And I think he, it. I don't know if angry's. I, I, yeah, angry, yeah, I guess, angry. but he's like, angry. yeah, 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 fuck yeah, you, yeah. fuck you means you're angry, you know? Yeah, like, I get it. Yeah, fuck you. No, yeah. It's a good thing. I though. think it's just evolved over time. Like, it's evolved over time. Like, the whole, like, tennis sucks thing. Yeah. So, it's funny because I, like, did the five songs and that was the first EP. And then the reviews started coming in. <laughs> and the first <laughs> review said, like, something about tennis. I'm like, if I was super into squash and I had to hear, like, oh, you're like tennis, right? I would get so furious about it, and that just started sticking out, you know? And then, like, one year I woke up, and I'm like, wait a minute, all these businesses are closed. That would be funny if the rag here every single year is like, god damn it, it's Christmas again? Like, what the hell? That was genius, by the way. That was genius. (laughs) When you're opening, it's like like, you're waking up to him, and all of a sudden it's like... Oh, yeah, the court's closed. Yeah, it's yeah. Christmas Day. I felt bad. I felt so bad for him. <laughs> I was like, oh, fuck Christmas. I'm like, wait a minute. Fuck him. Yeah. I, mean, I can get so mad at I Christmas. I think it's just like a vault. It's like a constant evolution. It is. Good. Yeah. 
I can't wait to meet the child of the eradicator, like the child eradicator, the the boyhood of eradicator. Um, I don't know if that's ever gonna happen because like it. the eradicator has a has a, a has a lady, and his lady is his racket. So I don't know if like unless yeah. ooh immaculate yeah. conception. I'm, <laughs> I got another idea. All right, go on. You heard it here first. <laughs> hey, wait, can I go back to the drum machine thing for yes. one second? Though I wish Danny was here. Uh, first of all, Danny's hilarious, but also is more his story to tell. But I mentioned Andy's Andy's skill at programming the drums because he was in a drum machine band years ago called Death Explode. <laughs> and it's very like frantic like you know Chicago as well yeah god I love Chicago uh, these bands. drum so programming and also he had the boss which would the drum machine thing which would talk to you in between songs my old band and Death Explode played together and played together and then the, the boss just taunted my band the entire time it was amazing <laughs> yeah alright I'll, I'll talk about that a little yeah, well, I, in, but wait, I, was... I gotta finish the drum right, machine thing ahead. though because when Danny Day tells this story it's like when Andy first played him you know how I want the drum parts to go. He's like, "Here's the drum machine part," and he plays it. He's like, "So can you can you play that?" And he's like, uh, "Andy, no, uh, I can't play those uh, drum parts. In fact, no human can play those <laughs> drum parts." You know, he'd program it where like the hi hat just sounds like an oscillating fan. You know, it's like a hundred beats a second. So that's Andy's drum programming. We had to, we had to teach him the limits of human endurance. <laughs> Parts. <laughs> Only a robot can play those drum parts. <laughs> well, then the Eradicator is now going to build robots. Yeah. yeah. Could he? No. I, mean, I don't know. we got to get to know the Eradicator. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I was in this band <laughs> called Death Explode, and it was uh, like a grind band. Yeah. That was like 2002 or something. Yeah. And like it was just me and two other people, and I did all the drum machine stuff. And... Um, then I kind of like took that into like Fruity Loops was a uh, yeah. sequencing program. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I just got really into that and I like wrote like all these weird robotic grind songs. I wrote like 60 of them or something insane like that. Where are but, those? But like they got lost. Damn it. Yeah. But there's five songs I think that I have and that's it. Uh, I love the whole uh, Chicago grind. Yeah. Charles Bronson, right? They were from uh, Chicago. They were DeKalb, yeah, yeah. Yeah, DeKalb. Like yeah. Hour away. Yeah. away. Fucking A. Ch Charles Bronson still. They were, yeah. That was like one one of the bands growing up that yeah, I was right. super into. But like, I don't know, with like MK Ultra and like yeah. uh, our friend Ryan uh, was in uh, Kung Fu Rick uh, and Hugh Corrupts. Those were like two other grind bands that were <laughs> very uh, influential. I want to thank you guys for this. I know I went over like a 30-minute mark, but oh, I can no, 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 no. This yeah, was yeah. awesome. I thank you guys. Thank you for having um, us. Anything besides a new album in the future and expecting to see you guys at Fest next year? Anything else for you guys at all or just uh, um, keep it up? Yeah. So, yeah, we've got that EP coming out. Uh, yeah. uh, we had like some test presses of it, and it's online now, but it's going to be available at end of November, and then uh, we're recording the next full length, which hopefully will be out next year. And where can we find these albums? Uh, online. Just Google The Eradicator. They're coming up, right? And, yeah, um, you come up now. <laughs> it's like Bruce McCullough somewhere else. You're like, hey, there's yeah. your face. <laughs> Google punk music. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just making Guys, shit up now. <laughs> thank, thank you so much. And I, I hope you enjoyed the beer from Hidden Springs. Yeah. Because how was it? The, so, yeah, the, the Big Buff Super Fuzz. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I love peaches. So I don't yeah. eat them. I don't eat them. I don't know why. No. I, I, we don't get them in Florida a lot. So. No. 
Yeah. <laughs> no, Georgia, I was say, Georgia, Georgia like a is like the oh, next shit. state over. <laughs> I guess we do. Never mind. Well, Hidden Springs gets them all. It's very so good because it's very uh, peachy in there. So. Yeah, it's, well, kinda, it's nice and sour. Well, it's good. cheers, guys. Yeah, cheers. Yeah, thank you, dude. Thank you much. All right, guys. We'll talk soon. All right, thank you. That, these guys, again, um, they're touring. So the Eradicator direct hit are going on tour now in March. Try to see them on the East Coast. I know they're, they're doing the East Coast. Go to their band camps, both band camps. Direct hit, obviously. Great, great punk band. But the Eradicator, you can't miss this. You really cannot miss this on stage. It is fucking epic. So again, they're coming to Orlando, Tampa, and Gainesville in March. March 26th, 27th, 28th. And then heading it up to Myrtle Beach, I think, uh, like towards South Carolina on the 30th. Please get to see them again. Hidden Springs Ale Works. Um, they would not enjoy amazing beer if it wasn't for you. Thank you for the beer that you let us bring up with us. Uh, again, Hidden Springs Ale Works. When you're in Tampa, please check them out. They are family to us. We love them very much. Also to Fest. Fest 18 is going to be coming up next year. Uh, well, no, this year. Shit, we're in March. Uh, they're going to be coming up this year. So uh, it's always going to be right before Halloween weekend. Uh, save that date because if you love beer fest and things like that and you love music, this is a weekend of just great punk rock, hardcore, indie, everything that you could imagine that is just just go, go, go. Day festivals. Um, it, it's on a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And we're there. And we, if you have not listened to the live recording yet, please do. Uh, it's about a few episodes back. So uh, had great people. The live recording was awesome. Awesome. Uh, again, Hidden, Hidden Springs, if it wasn't for you, we wouldn't be sitting down drinking amazing beer. We love you guys. Thank you for that passion. And thank you for uh, being fucking even punk rock as it is. As, as They are. They are. They make beers like you wouldn't believe. Uh, and I love their their style. So... Uh, that was it. The Eradicator. Hope you guys get to see them live. We love them. And uh, all right, we're going to be doing a lot more of these. We have a lot more bands that we've talked to. So we'll be putting them out. Thanks, guys. <laughs>